Welcome to Observe and Retort. Hi. <laughs> what? Don't I can never like tell where your hello is going to go. Like sometimes <laughs> it's normal, and sometimes it's, it's just. I would say it's normal. Hi. Yeah, that's a bad habit at this point. Too much drag race. I will say that it has taken over, and it's just nice and and wel- welcomey. I don't know. Is it just scary? My name is David Henry. <laughs> I'm Luna Stanby. Oh, that was kind of weird. And <laughs> welcome to the show. I no. Hello. Thanks for coming. <laughs> it's fine. What a start! Totally oh, rational. So normal. on top of this, yeah. can you tell it's like almost the end of the year, and we're like, are we still? Alive? How are we still here? What yeah. are we? What are we doing? It's almost December. What the. It is. It's December tomorrow. Ugh. Oh, Wyatt. Christmas. Are you go- what are you doing for Christmas? Let's not even open that box. Oh, come on. Come on. Get in well, the Christmas spirit. Oh, no, no, don't. As I... Well, if you want to. Did I, if I, <laughs> I, I don't know if I've said this before. My parents yeah? are moving slash have moved to Peru. Oh, right. Um, so there was a some discussion of going to Peru for Christmas. My stepdad is already out there. Right. My mom is moving on December 10th. Okay. So- now, I've considered bringing Peru as a whole, as a main story the last as few weeks. Whole? Like just the entirety of Peru. Because I don't know how much you've heard about Peru recently. Peru? Mm, no, no, Peru is insulting Peru. Uh, oh, <laughs> and you can say that because your mom is moving there? Or, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Peru has had three presidents in the last month. Hey, you know what? Maybe they're just going through a thing. They are going through a thing. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. They're going through a thing of the president who hired my stepfather. Not directly, but you know. Oh, God. Who, who started the big program that my stepdad is working on. Uh-huh. Uh, it's re- very difficult to tell. Like, the stories that I'm reading... Suggest yeah. that he's the good guy. I'm not in any way an expert on this, so I really don't know. Okay. But the stories that I've read, which you should all take with several pinches of salt. Did your dad suggest, send them to you? No. Okay. <laughs> suggest <laughs> that he's been quite an anti-corruption president. Oh, okay. And the Congress weren't big fans of oh. stopping corruption. Oh, who would have thought? Yeah, wild. Mm. So then they impeached him, got rid of him, installed their own guy, <laughs> who the entirety of Peru was like, oh, what the fuck? Wait, that's not our guy. Where did the guy go? <laughs> that's not the guy we voted for. <laughs> hey. So I'm getting pictures from my stepdad of outside of his office window, thousands and thousands of people protesting because... okay. They got rid of the president. And then the Congress was like, oh, okay, this guy, not going to work out. (laughs) How did they figure that out? So they picked, they only had like, (laughs) I'm going to check this number. It was like, it was around 20 people in Congress had not voted for impeachment. So because the public was so angry about impeaching the, the first guy. First guy. Mm-hmm. That was your dad's guy. guy. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I'm just trying to keep yeah. <laughs> like, Cool. 
they had to pick one of those around 20 people who hadn't voted for impeachment because if they picked anyone who'd voted to get rid of the first guy the public wouldn't accept it oh because the so public was like eeny, meeny, miny, okay this, so then they what were just about like oh uh, shit i guess we gotta pick someone so they picked some guy from a smaller party who's apparently like a scientist or something he's kind of technocratic Good for them if uh, it's a real scientist yeah thing then he's like an that, academic um and that can be nice <laughs> they're just like uh, we had to pick someone who didn't vote to get rid of the first one because everyone's pretty pissed up. Anyway. She's bringing this, this back. My... Okay, okay, calm down. How about this one? How about him? In summary. Yeah. Oh. Not going to Peru for Christmas. Staying in Copenhagen? Yeah. Nice. That little pandemic that we don't mention was one big reason. Yeah. And then there was a coup. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> hey. Maybe. Stay. Maybe not. Peru for Christmas. Ugh. Probably, Which is yeah. a sh- I, I, It's a shame in many yeah. ways. I mean, you, you'll have your chance. Yes. There will be many chances to go to Peru. Sure. And now I managed to basically tell the whole story without wasting, you know. Any time at my all. My story slot <laughs> on it. Uh, I'm sorry I asked you about Christmas. It's, it's a rookie okay. mistake. <laughs> maybe I'll come back. Maybe I'll do some more stories on Peru. Yeah. Now I've got some insight. Um, we can't wait, David. It's going to be amazing. I, I feel like in the in the spirit of bringing stories you haven't heard about, yeah. basically any story from Peru is going to count. Have we never talked about Peru? What? I'm not sure if we've ever talked about Peru. That's yeah, probably. Did we talk? Did I talk about the Japanese tourist who went to Machu Picchu? I might have, I don't there was know. one guy, I don't. Okay, let's not go there. Let's get into our actual stories. You want to do yeah. that? Also, I do okay. think I talked about that story. Anyway, Probably. doesn't matter. I don't know. Did you, you remember the thing about the guy who went to the place? I'm like, ah, We're only, I, what, I 22 episodes <laughs> in, 21 episodes in. You should remember every single thing I say. Uh, that's the only thing that's in my brain. Yes. It's just you're, you rambling. But you're right. I would like to get right into the main stories. Okay. I think you should go first. I think okay. you should hit me with... My pet shark. That's not the song. What? Be- best shot is probably what they're singing. But Did you land that before you could speak English? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's one of these old, old YouTube clips where it's like, oh, we're going to write what the song lyrics mm. sound like and then play the songs and then you, yeah. So, yeah, just a, like, just top-level humor for you. So, you're you so surprised. Okay, main story. So, I'm going to do it a little differently. Okay. So It's concerning. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, we did differently last week. Yes, I'm just going to I don't know how well and, that went. I'm not going to give you the, the uh, headline or anything. Oh, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. And it's so funny because it's so, like, not dramatic or anything. So, you, it's just going to be like... When is the thing coming? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't go there. Okay. So, I want to tell you a little bit about Frances Kogelgia. Is her alleged name? <laughs> I guess that's... I feel like if you said that with more confidence, we all would have gone with Frances it. Frances Kogelgia. Okay, bitch. Yeah. Hey, you're welcome. Kogelgia. You Everyone knows Kogelgia. How can you not say Kogelgia? What's <laughs> I, wrong with you? I had to say go three to times. Google Kogel, and Kogel, be like, Kogel, 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 
My colleague asked to listen to me oh, to send the podcast, no. and I just feel like sorry. It's been a couple of episodes since <laughs> since there's been an appropriate it's one been, to send. They just stopped talking to you completely. Yeah. So I'm telling you about this lady, Francis Cockadia. Just call her Francis. Francis Cockadia. Because we're gonna get real close to her. Okay. So, um, maybe Francis is okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna cough. <coughs> I'm fine. Is that what you think? Okay. So, Francis is a, a school board member in New Jersey. Okay. And she is proudly representing a, quote, faith-filled family with conservative views. That's her oh, thing. No. Yes. We love her. <laughs> already concerned. Yes. Yes, you should be. And she has a history, and you'll never guess, of saying anti-LGBTQ shit. Mm. And has she actually made a few headlines a couple of times? I thought you were going to say she made a few good points. So, <laughs> oh my god! I don't absolutely why not. I can see why you would be concerned. Ooh. So yeah, she says some stupid, some really bad shit, and um, yeah, she has been very vocal about her disdain towards the the LGBTQ plus mm. community. So. When the, also the, this is also a part of that when the board evaluated a measure committed to actually dealing with anti-racism in the schools and the community, uh, out of ten board members, nine voted yes. But who who voted no? Mm. David, who do you think? What was the, what was the exact motion for? It was to it was to. Uh, committed to dealing with anti-racism in our schools and in our community, it says in quotes. Mm. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say it was probably Mrs. Kogeljia. Kogeljia! I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I have to stop apologizing and just scream, you know. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to, what's it called? Embrace it. Mm-hmm. So, so, she later claimed it was a conflict due to an ongoing investigation in the district. And uh, she later came to, I'm still confused. So this, so this mystery they did, situation yeah, no, is confusing No, that's the me. thing. It's very, I'm just telling you about this lady okay. and what has actually happened. Yeah. You will find out. Later. Okay. <laughs> it's really, it's really dumb. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, she was given a second chance to like vote on this. They were mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe let's, maybe let's not be racist. Okay. Who, who wants to not do that? And then she was like, oh, okay, fine, I guess. Going to give it a shot. But she was initially like, no, fuck this. Let's be racist. That's great. That's values, okay? Last year, a string of her emails to the superintendent of the district were uncovered. And in them, she criticizes the mandatory LGBTQ history curriculum for the Bergen County's district students. That's, I guess, the county of... Jersey that I am currently talking about. Okay, so I'm going to throw a quote at you. She wrote, I find it repugnant that someone's sexual sexual preferences have anything to do with their contributions or achievements in society. Everywhere I turn, this alternate lifestyle narrative is being (laughs) shoved down our children's throats. Where does it end? End of quote. (laughs) And a perfect accent. Right? So... As you can hear, great lady, just really 
on top of things. <sighs> also, she uh, had shitty comments that earned her condemnation from like both of the U.S. senators and, quote, nearly two dozen community leaders and groups via open letter by advocate group Garden State Equality, the Bergen County, New, York, New Jersey sheriff and executive both called for her resignation. So she's super duper popular. She has been great, obviously, just beloved in the whole community. So they said she's a bigot and she has threatened members of the public before. <laughs> they also dedicated a custom domain site to request donations to the effort to unseat her. So people have been real fired up to get... She's kind of like the very local Phyllis Schlafly, it feels yeah. like. So, okay, there's a lot of facts. Basically, she's shitty, people are tired of her. Yeah. So they tried real hard to get rid of her. But the thing is that you can't fire a board member because they're elected officials. Yeah. So no dice. Uh, and she had said... There are videos of some board something where she's like, I am never going to resign. And so it looks like New Jersey is stuck with her. Until now. <gasps> the twist. <clears throat> yeah. And I know I'm like building up to like a big thing. <laughs> and it's going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel forgive well. me. I wanted to try something out. Okay. I'm yeah. trying. Okay. <laughs> so on November. 23rd, during a public comment segment of the board's meeting, live on Zoom with over 150 viewers, um, and some of them students, uh, Frances took her laptop with her to the bathroom, <laughs> turned on the mute button, mm. and sat down to do a business. And now you might be thinking, okay, well, she... She pushed the mute button. Yes, David. But not the she... camera off button. No. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because although nobody like immediately said something, when she returned from the toilet, the New Jersey board's vice president, Scott James Vickery, said to Francis, you need to go. We're here trying to get work done while you're sitting on the toilet. <laughs> oh, my God. And so the board announced the day after um, that the trustees had received a letter of resignation. Effective November 24th, 2020. And that is the bathroom story of uh, <laughs> of this shitty conservative bigoted lady. And I'm sorry that everybody saw your. Why would your you resign guy, after you like the embarrassment's already happened? Yeah, you're willing to commit to, you know. But I mean, if she's like, oh, these homosexuals with their agenda, and oh, family values, and some like, could you imagine how just like the bathroom conversation in their house, how awkward it must be? Do you think Francis is okay with discussing? Number one and number two with her children, and I mean, surely it's already happened at that stage. <laughs> so, oh, I don't, I don't get the logic. I feel like if you're <clears throat> willing to commit to everything else that you're saying she's committed to, mm -hmm. taking a shot on camera doesn't seem like a big deal. <laughs> actually, actually, like, it would be the natural next step. 
For <laughs> I'm not sure it's the slip. natural next step. <laughs> well, she is full of shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. With people like thinking oh, that, she, you know. Yes. But that it's not great. But clearly you have no shame, right? Me? So. <laughs> no. Yes, also. True. But that was separate. Uh, but I just love the fact that she was so shitty. Well, I don't love that. But I love that there's this beautiful end to this. Yeah. I love when racist, bigoted people get get just you know you we we don't see a lot of justice, David. <laughs> we don't see we are, a lot of people are begging for justice and some reform and. Here, here, we I'm are not sure. in the middle of a revolution of a lady just <laughs> shitting in front of everybody. Oh, my God. I would be mortified. It's my worst nightmare. I feel <laughs> her. It will probably be me. It will probably, yeah. It, 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 I mean, but just because she is a horrible, horrible person, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I kind of love it. <laughs> I mean, so sue me. Hey, Francis, go fuck yourself. <laughs> My story yeah. this week. I don't know. I have, I have two. One of them is also about racism. Okay. It's about a person. What? Uh, I know. Shocking. Mm-hmm. It's very local. I mean... Somewhere. About the same <laughs> local here. as... Uh, <laughs> it's about the same locality as... A New Jersey school board, but... <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And as you know, I like stories about local government figures. Yes. Like Mr. Pineapple. Yeah, I loved that one. That was a that good was one. A good one. That was I a don't good think one. this is quite as good as Pineapple. It's hard to beat Pineapple. Mr. Pineapple was one of the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is about a Labrador Inuit government. What? So, Labrador is a part of Canada. Oh, okay. Okay. Inuit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that I understand. Indigenous was, people in Canada. But I thought... No, I'm you thought a government of dogs. Thank um, you. Yes, I did. Sorry to disappoint. I shouldn't have started that way. No, now, I'm a little disappointed. I'm everything from now on is going to be a disappointment because you just, were just imagining... <laughs> in like little parkas, Dogs dressed up and, in... Oh, barkas. Indigenous... Oh, my oh, no. God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, we're going to make a show about it. Anyway, what are you saying? Keep talking. So, <laughs> a former member of Labrador's Inuit government is questioning the methods used to quantify whether he is sufficiently indigenous after he was removed from his government roles this week. Okay. So, in this parliament, mm. you are required to be indigenous to serve in the parliament. Mm-hmm. There are minority roles represented. But I think 86, 88% of the population of Nunatsiavut said perfectly. Nunatsi what now? Don't say not. Nunatsiavut. Nunatsiavut. Okay, it does have a Nazi in the middle, but it's not Nazi. Okay, okay? I'm not say- I didn't say that was out. It was just a. a- I'm just being so. Eighty percent of this area, yes, are indigenous. They are Inuit, yes. And the parliament, the Nunatsiavut Assembly, mm-hmm. is required. It has six members for people who live in the area, 
four for its diaspora, people who are from, who are Inuit, but have moved away. Mm. Um, and only Inuit residents for each constituency are able, allowed to vote. Okay. They have municipal count, councils to account for the other 12%, the non-Inuit people. Okay. So to be in the parliament, you have to be Inuit. Mm-hmm. And it has now been claimed that Edward Blake Rudkowski is not Inuit. Okay. It's being claimed that he's not Inuit enough. And when So this, now okay. oh, yeah, the immediate thought is, here we go. Mm-hmm. We've got another Rachel Dolezal. Got another white person pretending to be... <laughs> Okay, you think that's the that's the what's happening? That's that's what it seems like okay. from the initial story. But when you look mm. into it a bit more, he has served in. So the the thought could be, you got a white person pretending to be indigenous so they yeah. can get a position, so they yeah. can get you know. The thing is, he has been involved in the government for the last thirty four years. Okay, he has served as Speaker of the House, like, as the key, you know. Mm -hmm. He, and it was after he won his last election in 2018 that someone demanded an investigation into how Inuit he actually is. Okay. After 30 years, four years of service. This review determined that he had just 17% Inuit blood. How much are you supposed to have? You have to have... 25% 25% blood quantum. That is very specific. It is very specific. Yeah, wow. Okay. How the fuck do you find out someone has 17%? This is exactly what he's questioning. He's saying. Yeah. How do you work out Yeah. 17%? How has this come up after 34 years? How the fuck are you on about? <laughs> he yeah. says it's fake science. And I think that's... I don't know the reason that I brought this, even though it's a, it's, you know, it's a very local story. Like it's a small part of Canada that you, you know, lots of people haven't even heard of. Yeah, but that's nice. But the very concept of blood science determining how much you are a part of a group. It gives you the, the crease. Literally KKK narratives. It's not great. But, um, Yeah. And I think it opens a lot of interesting questions around what counts. Mm -hmm. How much are you, when are you enough of a minority? When are you not? Because. Well, as a white lady. (laughs) As a white lady, I think you have the best position to comment and to tell me how I should feel. Yes, let's, yes. Please tell me what Please, I should David, think. Please, let me, let me uh, explain to you how it works. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's a great question. And back to you, Comment. David. <laughs> We're on a fucking podcast. Okay, I, I will explore a little more. Okay. If you're too scared, goddamn way. Um, I'm just like, I'm, ref- I'm, yeah. But I also, I just understand why you, you would be a little you know, on guard with people, with white people coming in and like, I mean, I get why you would be defensive of your culture. So I feel like the context of doing that is very different of a fucking Nazi context, context, not contest. (laughs) We got a Nazi contest coming Uh, up. That's, that's true. But what, 
There are very good reasons. So yeah. another story that I saw this week, I'm just going to find this right now because I saw it and I thought it was interesting. I didn't bring it, but well, I'm bringing it now. So the another story I saw from Canada this week mm. was a homework assignment for a school about residential schools. And residential schools are in Canada where they took Inuit indigenous people, forced them into schools. It was re-education camps. Yeah. Which are crazy racist bullshit. Yes. That That are still existed in Canada, existed in in Australia. Really horrible things. Mm -hmm. And in a school in Canada, um an indigenous mother found that her daughter had had the her homework was to find uh is this a different story this is a different story but okay. this is just some context for why you would be defensive right right why maybe it's fair enough to be defensive yeah her 11 year old was given homework where the title was write at least five positive stories slash facts from the residential schools from three different websites Go and research and find five positive things about these re-education camps. That's horrible. And so And write that as a homework. Like there's nothing. Oh no. It's like saying, oh the (laughs) Go find three positive stories about Japanese internment camps. Go find three positive stories about fucking concentration camps. What the fuck? Oh well actually two <laughs> two people met in Auschwitz and they fell in love and they had children. So that apparently makes it all okay. Yeah, Isn't that thank great? God. That's the kind of fucking bullshit that some of these communities are facing where even the reality, right? The racist reality that's well established and well known, there's no debate anymore. Yeah. This is just straight up plain racism is still being denied and destroyed. Yeah. That's so in that context, yeah. I'm like, Okay, being defensive, fair enough. But how do we possibly, I think, this is where I really struggle and this is, it gets very academic, but, or I draw the line between like what's called racialist and racist, where racism is prejudice based on race or discrimination based on race, Mm -hmm. as I see it. We've had the discussion before about power involved in the definition. Let's mm-hmm. not open that box. We can also accept that's it another was definition. A long <laughs> it was a fucking long episode. It was our longest episode so yeah, far. Yeah, it was. It was a good one. <laughs> what is called racialism is the accepting of the concept of race. Mm-hmm. So race okay. is a real thing. Race is something that you can, you know. Uh, define and recognize and distinguish between. In what way? No, I'm, I'm you can not saying say, I disagree. I'm just wondering. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying that you do. So, like this, this is would be an exact a racialist thing, whether it's a racist thing or not, but the fact that you can quantify whether someone is Inuit or not mm-hmm. in order for them to fulfill a position mm-hmm. is accepting the concept of race being to be inuit is to be have a specific percentage of blood mm. 
Where does it? Where does the line go then with culture? Like when is it? Well, that's exactly the question. It's very difficult to. Mm-hmm. But with culture, I think you fundamentally accept that. Like. You you automatically recognize that there's not a firm line between cultures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like culture is a malleable concept. Yeah. And whereas race is not necessarily seen that way. Mm-hmm. The way that I'm seen, I am seen as black. Mm-hmm. The reality of my blood quantum, to use their term, <laughs> yeah. is that on a blood on a percentage basis i'm more white than i am black mm-hmm. my mother's from the uk white as can be you know white as milk so there's 50 percent white right there mm-hmm. my wow. dad is half nigerian half from barbados so nigeria that's pretty fucking dark there you go <laughs> we're firmly on the african side there. barbados i mean the caribbean there's a mixture of for colonial historical reasons mm-hmm. but there's a mixture of west african and white british in there yeah. so if we're talking about blood quantum what am i am what i are you david my lived experience is pretty black <laughs> yeah the racism that i experience and have experienced you know has been of me as a black person mm. the cultural experience that i have is quite different to because of the nature of my parents experience being very very british my dad having minimal contact with his nigerian family until much later on okay if i'm some people would say i'm british nigerian Mm. but culturally i have significantly less contact with like there's a lot of british nigerians who are very british they are british and nigerian uh-huh. i have the name yeah i have my full name chioma david henry right <laughs> first the first and the last that's pretty nigerian mm-hmm. i've been to nigeria i have contact with my family but i'm not fundamentally in there like i'm not properly culturally nigerian i'd be completely out of place mm. When do you use your first name? Like, why don't, like, is there a reason you don't really? I use that with my family, call me Chioma. I, I have a lot of friends that call me Chioma. It's yeah. a, that's a different box. I don't use that for racism. Don't, not you. I didn't start <laughs> using David for racist, for anti-racist, for like, to prevent discrimination, but it does definitely have that benefit. Mm-hmm. Have I not talked about any, we're getting into a hole. Let's do it. <laughs> the people want to get to know you. <laughs> I don't want to get to know the people. I'm talking so much shit about myself. So <laughs> okay, so I started in. using David when my grandfather died. Okay. David was my grandfather's name. When my grandfather died, I wrote a card to my mum to say, sorry, your dad died. Mm. In which I said, thank you for giving me his name. Oh, And my mum pointed out, But I'd always hated the name David. Did you have? I'd always hated it. I'd never <laughs> used it. I don't know how old I was when my, I can't remember how old I was when my grandfather died. But she laughed. Obviously, it was a very sad time for everyone. But she 
laughed and pointed out that I'd always hate the name David. So at that point, I was like, Dave. I've never used Dave anyway. I know, you not mean, I know so many Davids and you're like, don't call me Dave. Everybody's Dave. But no one did. No, no one had ever used David with me. It was just like mm. a random, no one ever used so my full name. So when did you start doing that? When was it David? When my grandfather died. And when was that? When I was a teenager, I guess, young teen. I, don't, I honestly don't know. Okay. I was somewhere between... Uh, I guess I must have been about 13. Okay. So it's like a rite of passage. And then I used both. Yeah. I still do use both. Sure. Now a lot of people ask me, oh, do you use David because of mm-hmm. racism? And the simple statistical fact is I am much more likely to get employed as a David than I am as a Chioma. Yeah, that's sad and true. That's shitty. Yeah. But real. Yeah, very real. Uh, one of the clear ways, because I wanted to use David, one of the clear ways that I like got a way to use it was by using it at work. Because then none of those people, whenever I started a job, none of those people knew me. So it was a way to get some people to call me David. Mm-hmm. A simple way to use all of my names. Now I have the whole weird thing of having to be like, should I switch back to like make a point? Should I use Chioma at work and use David in my personal life just so I can like fight against the concept that, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking, it leaves you in a weird place of like kind of hating all, I like all of my names. I like, I use all three because I was in the cadets, like the yeah. British Hitler youth. A lot of people use my <laughs> So complex. So the more senior scouts or the British Hitler youth, one of the two. Huh. Um... A lot of people call me by my surname. This is story is going in so many different places. We're learning everything about I know. David's name it's today. Concerning. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but so you're when you're talking about like you know how the world is kind of because when you're talking about your experiences, it sounds very much like the you know the world is it's the things that you're being racialized that's, exactly that's the thing so, so we created race it's difficult and now the you know the culture is is reacting and and acting in that name of race so we can't all of a sudden be like there is no race because we made it all about race so when we do that as white people it just uh it's an attempt to delete the whole thing because we don't want to take responsibility and we don't want to look at our shit so when we're like but I also think I there's so many different ways to define it, and I think they're all trash, which is what I'm trying to kind of get to is you can talk about uh this opens so many more boxes, but you, so you, you can talk about blood, right? You can talk about genetics, and then that's a fucking mess because how do you even decide what counts as what? If we talk about, okay, so what, what is a, let's pick a race. Is, <laughs> oh, is, no, no, but the whole point is that I don't think you can, is white a race? Because <sighs> the definition of who counts as white has changed and it still is changing all it's the time. It's probably also who you ask, you know, it's, it's very Yeah, but what's, honest. so where do we, st- do we go with, okay, so are Scandinavians a race? Are Swedes and Danes? fundamentally the same 
ethnicity on a genetic basis. I don't know. I feel like we should ask some Nazis. It's like a lot of people who maybe should get a hobby have been thinking a lot about these they things. They have been thinking a lot about these things. <laughs> yeah. and, and they're fucking wrong. Podcasts about that. <laughs> don't listen yeah. to them. But these we're not talking about Nazis here. We're talking about indigenous people yes. who are trying to protect their own culture. Yes. And that's the context. But does that context help if you're saying it's about blood? Mm. I honestly and I then, don't fucking know. Okay, so blood. we're saying blood doesn't really work because where do you draw the line? If we talk about genetics, the genetic diversity within Africa is more significant mm. than within the rest of the world. So that do, we can't say African is a race. That no. doesn't add up. Here's why people love saying that. Sure. But then on a genetic Africa basis... Africa is a great country, David. <laughs> point is, on a genetic basis, it doesn't add up. So then we talk about culture. Okay, well, culture is fucking messy. We've already established that we can't draw clear lines between a culture. If we're then saying... Nordic. Okay, Nordic is a culture. Well, what about the line between southern Denmark and Germany? Mm -hmm. So now Germans are counting as Nordic because they're the same as Denmark and Denmark's the same as Sweden. Well, if we're including the Germans, then we've got to include the Dutch. Now we've got to include the English. Now we've got to include the French. Well, if we're including the French, now we've got to include the Spaniards. If we're including the Spaniards, why aren't we including the Moroccans? If we're including the Moroccans, why aren't we including the Algerians? The point is, Mm -hmm. I can keep going for a while. The lines are so messy. Yeah. That's why I I reject the concept of race as a concept because I don't think we can draw meaningful lines Mm -hmm. as someone who is considered black but has a whole bunch of reasons to say that's not me. But why does who's never considered white? Then black is one thing. You can be black in many ways. Yeah, but if you can be black in many ways, at some point to be black doesn't i don't have the same lived experience as a whole shit ton of other and they don't have the same lived experience as each other yeah so then does saying black Mm -hmm. me because to me to be black is only associated with the racism that's placed on me okay okay that's not quite true that's not fair. Yeah, okay (laughs) it's also but like i don't want to associate it with the cultural connections that I have to Nigeria and to Barbados, mm. I don't want to associate black with that. Have people given you shit for not being black enough? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But I've also had, when I've said, I'm, you know, I've been asked, what are you? Where are you from? Where are you really from? And I'm not talking from white people. <laughs> I'm saying from other black Londoners, mm. when I've said British, They've gone. I can very remember very, very clearly someone saying, I hate people who are like that. Mm-hmm. Now she's from a, both her parents are Nigerian. Yeah. And she has a very different cultural experience of being British and Nigerian mm-hmm. than I do from having one parent who's half Nigerian who left Nigeria age seven and didn't interact with that part of his family for a long time. Yeah. That's a completely different experience. And that's a weirdly... Uh, so, Like, I'm not saying that they're wrong, but they're completely wrong from my experience. And then in this situation, mm-hmm. with who counts, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my, can I speak about the experience of being a black person in the UK or in Denmark and experience racism? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100% I can speak from that. Can I speak about the experience of uh, being Nigerian British? Yeah. No, not really. Mm-hmm. Am I? Well, by blood quantum, 25%. So I just count. Oh. <laughs> if we were going to have a Nigerian British <laughs> parliament, yeah. then I would be allowed in. Okay, okay, okay. That's good to know. <laughs> and that's around like this is a... The needs to defend the culture, I get, I understand, I respect. Yeah. But there's some messy questions to ask when we're getting people to fill out a fucking 23andMe blood test mm-hmm. to say, you count. Yeah. Or you don't. Yeah. That sounds That's like scary a... scary about all of this, like, 23andMe. And the problem is, I want to do it. <laughs> But I know, like, I'm probably not because I know I'm Swedish, I'm Polish, I'm Danish, like, I'm mayo as fuck. We all know. It's not really a big mystery. You just want to get your 1.5% African so you can claim some. It's also, and I, maybe. I'm a minority too. (laughs) Oh my God, could you imagine? I get to speak about race now. Actually, David. Well. I am Nigerian. (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) Oh my god. As someone who is 0.7% West African, <laughs> I feel like I have a good place to speak on this. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. We you know we all know these people. It's so it's not okay. We should have a hard look. Like <laughs> ask yourself why what 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 do I want from this this test besides the government tracking me even more. Um but I I think it's really interesting seeing kind of like the map of your heritage in a way if it's then only eastern european for me that's also fine i just want to not that now that sounds also bad <laughs> i love many people from eastern europe you sound pretty racist to me yeah, I'm, no. like, <laughs> I'm just saying because i am polish and if that was like that kind of part of the world i'm from i kind of love that i love poland and i i think there's so much like so many great things about um, that part of the world, but uh, it's just I see the 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 fascination. But yeah, when it becomes this kind of like I just I want to see how black I am as a like very white person. That's where you know we run into some some tiny problems. Yes. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> but what a what a conundrum. Or yeah. Like, well, so it's, a, it's a big discussion. The actual story that I was talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, what was that? <laughs> um, he's been removed from yeah the government mm-hmm. uh, despite thirty four years of service. He says he's been given no way to appeal. Uh, it's completely. He's just been kicked out, and he feels like he doesn't feel any less indigenous than he did yesterday. But now they've determined that it's 17.4 or 17.3% blood quantum. Okay. So therefore... Yeah. Well, yeah. Count. That's interesting as hell. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. I hope they figure it out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
time. What a conclusion. Yes. I hope they figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> this should just be the end of all <laughs> of them. Was just I a... hope they figure it out. Thank you for listening. <laughs> you oh. want to move on to something a little kooky instead? I uh, yes. Okay. What what kind? How many weekly? What the fucks have you got? Oh, honey. I. I actually only wrote down three. I wrote down three. Okay, mm-hmm. I could I could do three. I've got some that are a bit more. You know, as you know, I like it when weekly what the fucks are just the headline, and then we just go fuck it. That's enough. Yeah, but I've what I have this week. I'm not sure it's just the headline. So I would. Oh, that's like okay. To you can say a few things. Apologize in advance. Hey, it's our podcast. We can do what the fuck we want. That's true. <laughs> Okay, so I guess we're moving on to weekly. What the fuck? Wah, 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 wah. It's gotta go. Dang, <laughs> <laughs> sir. I think also Jens is like maybe you should just record you saying that and then yeah. use the button, please. <laughs> no, Thing I'm, is, I'm in control of the buttons, and so you don't want it. it's not going to happen. <laughs> like we can record it you onto a button. Would rather me remix it every week? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll record a special button. Yes, think about it. Think about it. Okay. So I want to thank my wife's husband for sending me this story this week. You're just gonna confuse everyone with that one, aren't you? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna touch upon it. I'm yeah. just gonna, you know. So, uh, the Japanese spacecraft Hayabusa two. I don't know if that's how you say it is nearing Earth after a year-long journey home from a distant asteroid. And it's very fucking cool because the spacecraft is carrying soil samples and uh, data that could provide clues to the origins of the solar system. And girl, I want to know about it. So that's interesting. We'll see what happens. That's a fun story. It is. Yeah. It is. And yeah, they want to know more about like how life started on Earth and want to get into it. So... I'm looking forward to don't laugh at me. That's I've got to laugh at you saying want to get into it. That's a- <laughs> you know, maybe sometimes scientists just want to get into it. Yeah. And that's why they send They're that. people too. Yes. <laughs> they just want to get into it. Okay. You want to go? Second one. Okay. So a new study has found that people over the age of 45 are at greater risk of STIs oh. than ever before. Oh, Okay. Okay. And the specific That's reason nice. that the study found <laughs> over 45s are at a higher risk of contracting STIs than ever before because of society's unwillingness to talk about middle-aged and older people having sex. Well, isn't it just boomers? Like, they don't want to wear a mask. They don't want to wear a condom. I mean, come on. Am I so. <laughs> and no one wants to talk to them. No one wants to be like, hey, your wrinkly bits need to wrap up. Your wrinkly bits? <laughs> How dare you? They are firm, sir. Okay. I have <laughs> uh, personal experience of this story. Yeah. What? What the fuck are you talking about? My mother listens to this podcast. She's going to be pretty disgusted at this moment. Um, <laughs> You're going to take I'm a gonna sip. I'm going to leave and, a uh... big pause. Just take a <laughs> sip of water. Tell us everything. So as I've said on the podcast before, I used to be a call handler. Emergency call handler. Yes. You know? Okay, I'm calls. so excited. And... <laughs> Uh, you get a fair number of calls mm. about older people's sexual es- escapades. Yes. Um, 
you get into it. Some <laughs> some horrific, some that are more, you know, entertaining, some that are more <laughs> horrific, some that yeah. are. I thought you might want a couple. I would love some. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. So <laughs> I want them. As I said, when I talked about being a core handler before, mm. sometimes it's hard to judge what stories are funny because they're funny and what stories are funny because you have a morbid sense of humor when yeah. you have to deal with people yes. dying on you. Now you're a terrible person because yeah. you have to cope with shit. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> apologies in advance. But uh, it's going to be great. So one is more of a general problem than a specific story. So there it's are a pattern. A huge pattern. Mm-hmm. Care homes. We would talk to a lot of care homes mm. dealing with a lot of older people. Mm. Um the rate of STIs in care homes mm. is off the fucking charts. But I knew that. Old people fuck. <laughs> Old they do. people fuck. And good for them. Well, you say that. Well, obviously Here's the it's problem. not great. It- <laughs> Dementia. Oh. There were yeah. multiple people mm-hmm. who you can't tell. How the fuck do you judge consent? Oh no. When someone has dementia. Yeah. I spoke okay. to a woman and this was this is not even a rare thing. This is not like me saying a person this was I spoke to more Every than one day. woman. Every <laughs> day. But I spoke to a woman who her and her husband were in the care home. Yeah. He had severe dementia. Hmm. He had a girlfriend. Oh. They lived there together. But he'd forgotten who she was. The girlfriend or the wife? No, his, the husband and wife yeah. both lived in the care home. Yes. He had dementia, yes. had forgotten who his wife was. Okay. So he had a girlfriend. That he could remember. That he, apparently. Okay. She was a very new thing. Okay. And his wife had to... Be cool with be it? Be cool with the fact that her husband of the past 50 years... Had a new sexual partner. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was uh That was a. I mean, I spoke to a few people in similar situations. It's a peculiar thing to just be like, "Yeah, you just you just cool with them." Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but I also, like, what is it. she supposed to do? I don't have know. Have a conversation with him? Sometimes that carers a, would have to yeah. pull people off because they were like, well, we don't know if they're consenting or not, but we mm. don't want to get involved. And maybe, so, I bet some could be like, oh, it's fine if he's happy. I don't want to fuck him anymore. It's fine, blah. You know, there are many, like, oh, that makes him uh, fulfilled. <laughs> one of the I mean, things with dementia is people can get very aggressive. Yeah, it's a real true, yeah. yeah. I've experienced that. You know, on a more uh, uplifting but concerning. Okay, love it, (laughs) love it. (laughs) We had a, uh, I had a woman who was calling. She was very old. Mm -hmm. Like, there's this is some time ago now. So this is definitely a rest in peace, dear Mildred. Making up a name. Call her Mildred. Um, (laughs) She called in. Because she she was really nervous. She really didn't want to tell me what the situation was. Oh, honey. And she was bleeding from down there. Oh. And that was a bit of a problem. Yeah. And she decided at a very old age. Oh. I can't remember exactly, but 
very old, really, really old. Okay, girl. D- it was her husband's birthday. And she kept telling me it was her husband's birthday, uh-huh. like his 90th birthday or something. Oh. And I was like, uh, is he the patient or are you the pa- What? And she yeah. was the patient. Yeah. She wanted to give him a birthday mm-hmm. surprise. So she decided to shave down there uh. for the first time in her life. In her life, in her whole life. Her whole life. She didn't want it to give her a surprise. Oh, Mildred, darling, no. Yeah. Oh. Well, That's good for sh- her just being spontaneous and shit. Lucky husband. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> but she Mildred. didn't know how to. No. Which is a problem. And I guess, yeah. you know, she was too old for YouTube. I don't know if people teach that on YouTube. Probably not on I'm YouTube. I'm sure they do. If you can think it, it's there. For sure. Yeah. So she'd put the razor inside. Stop it now. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, trigger, trigger. <laughs> okay. And then was just bleeding really heavily yeah. for this 90 year old woman. As I said, it was, oh, oh my God. it was, but not heavily enough that I could send her an ambulance. Like she was not, you have to be very careful. You can't waste ambulances. And I was like, no, I'm going to have to send this 90 year old woman yeah. to sit in A&E for four hours. Cause it's not a, severe bleed it's just a gentle but not stopping one so what did you do you i said, got her to book a taxi and go sit in a and e for oh, okay for hours and yeah. hours oh. to uh oh honey to wait for help oh my god <laughs> old so people sad. fuck and we need to get comfortable with it so that we, we can do. help them so first we can teach all, them to use condoms yes first so step, that we can- watch grace and frankie it's great it's on netflix it's jane fonda and Lily Tomlin, and what the hell do you fucking want? Sam Watterson, and, oh, oh, Martin Sheen, is that his face? I don't know, I've not it's, seen it, but... Oh, well then, that's But a they good, fuck. They fuck. Okay. But it's like, it's very that. It, you know, I didn't want to sound old. like I was super committed as soon as I found out <laughs> they fuck. Like, that sounds like a different kind of... you promise of, me that they're going to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was because of the story, not because of my mm, personal interest I in old people judge. fucking. You There's, know, I bet a lot of people are into that. I'm sure they are. Sure, what well, a hundred percent. Well, having no, spoken to Mildred, I'm not. It's <laughs> kind of ruined me on the whole old people fucking fetish. Yeah, and now you just um, want to spread the misery. <laughs> now I just want everyone else to get some joy. To get that graphic in me. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I think we should make it like a. Can we make an advent calendar? Like a, um, what's it called? With the... I'm blanking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like an advent calendar, but with your little, with your little stories from that job. <laughs> so we have four, like what, four episodes in December or something. And maybe we get one at the oh. end of everyone. Oh, an advent calendar in, I have to just, just clarify this for our listeners, in Danish and English are two different things. Oh, shit. Okay. In, an advent calendar in English is a daily. But for, it isn't in Denmark as well. But we're not recording daily. So. No, no, but in an advent calendar in, in oh, Danish yes, is, a Eula calendar is every day. Thank you. That's why an I was An advent wondering. calendar like, is on the shit. advents. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, Which yes. apparently is a thing. I never knew there were a thing called the four somethings, Sundays. Sundays, yeah. The four Sundays before Christmas are called Advents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never really, we didn't do it that much when, like in my home, but a lot of Danish people do. My 
partner is 35 years old and his mom still makes still makes the advent calendar and she's so that's funny. fucking cute she's so cute she she's so cute and she writes my name on it too it's really good and i'm like oh my god i never had this i'm so happy thank you it's just these cute little silly presents the yeah that's nice we we unpackaged or wrapped it today or well, yinsed it and then he looked at me realized he had done the whole thing he was like oh no i'm sorry <laughs> did you want to like it's fine it's fine it's your thing but it's very cute but maybe we'll we see. can do that I'm, i'll i'll think about whether i have just four just four most of the stories i remember now are fucking dark so that's uh that's fair that's problematic but that's how we bond that's through trauma <laughs> hit me with another weekly what the fuck before right. we say goodbye we this more. week okay my computer shut down. Okay, <laughs> we're talking too long. Ooh, ooh, I bet you saw this one. North Korean former gymnast fled to South Korea by jumping fence. I did not see this. Oh, you did not. I love this so much. This is so sick. It's awesome. So they trained her up from, or him, I don't know, her, him. A uh, dude. They trained him up from a child to force him to perform in the Olympics, and then he uses it <laughs> to hop the fence. Oh, that is beautiful. I don't know what level of like if he was Olympian or whatever, um, but he, yeah, he was a a gymnast and he had been training a little bit, so he, no doubt by force, it was, so that he could achieve things for North Korea. Sure, that's what I they, mean, that's what they tend to yeah, do. Yeah, they do like doing that, don't <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, that's true. So yeah, he wanted to get the fuck out of there. I can't blame him. Blame him. <laughs> Can't blame the man. And he took a nearly 10-foot leap, which is just about above three meters. Um, and so the jump brought him into safety, into South Korea, where he told troops he wanted to defect. Defect, yeah. yes. And that is leaving some place that is that has repressive conditions, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You know. uh, he remains unnamed, I think, or at least where I was looking. And uh, he's in his late 20s. And uh, yeah, he's he's fine. And now they're like, how the fuck did, like, where's the security? Now they're like figuring out how he was just there for so long. Because he was um, evading capture for 14 hours. <laughs> like, that's, wow. Yeah. That's quite. Wow. Do you want to hear us with one last one? You don't have more? No, I'm going to. Okay. Okay. Uh, a woman shot teen with bow and arrow from her roof in West Jordan, Utah. And I'm not going to say a whole lot about this, but this woman who's 38 shot a, a like a young teenage boy in his leg with a, with a fucking bow and arrow from the roof of her house. And this witness saw it and was like, uh, what's happening? They had been ha ha like, they had a, an, a big argument on the rooftop and then he left and then she shot him she from the roof after yes. they had it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I know this is inappropriate, but I'm kind of impressed by the aim. <laughs> like that's jet. Have you ever shot a bow and arrow? Then not. I have not. I'm not terrified easy. of everything. So yeah, no, <laughs> like she must be from that distance. That's to hit a moving target off a rooftop is mm. actually quite impressive. It is. Also, I should correct it's so funny. I'm saying like, I would never shoot a bow and arrow, but I, as a child was like a gun 
shot something contestant thing and won this like teenage um what's it called tournament thing <laughs> and came in like in a good place like fifth or something yeah, so i guess i'm just terrified now yeah. <laughs> i used to be badass but then anxiety happened <laughs> it's so much fun growing older isn't it ah i'm so good at ending on like a happy note yeah yeah <laughs> it I'll wasn't to, uh, death or anything this time it was, it was just not death adult anxiety <laughs> <laughs> so good uh well, wow, we got into some shit this week. We did. Yeah, it was really, it was really good. And um, if you have something you think is super interesting for next next week, you can send it to us. Oh yeah, feel free to reach out. Yeah. Send us. Uh... I love when like some people are doing it. It's really nice. Yeah. Uh, I always feel bad when I have to say no. If I uh, sometimes it's well, I already have a story. Sometimes you also know. sometimes it's just not a good fit, or it's yeah, you know, you have or to vibe with it, or no, too yeah. depressing that week. Yes, it's not personal. It's uh, it's business. <laughs> it's really. Not. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Yeah.